recorded live from Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles in West Bend, Wisconsin. You're listening to Under the Cowl. for tuning in to episode 32 of Under the Cowl. I'm David Lloyd, for those of you who don't know me, new listeners, whatever it may be. Not only do I kind of host this podcast, but I'm also the co-owner of Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles, the comic book store in West Bend, Wisconsin, where we record this podcast. I only kind of host it in that I record these introductions and I'm involved with the podcast itself. I I leave a lot of the talking up to other people, though, not like a typical host of any kind of show might normally do. Uh, I'll sometimes ask some questions or uh, make some jokes to kind of move some conversation along. But uh, a lot of that really comes from other people involved. Tony. Meatball Tony. He actually always has a lot to say and adds a lot to these conversations. Uh, But this particular episode is recorded on a Saturday, directly following our Crimson Cowl Comic Club, which is also a podcast that you could listen to. But we started recording like right after we wrapped up with that. Um, So it went right into it. And it was the people that were still hanging out at the club, Uh, myself, Tony, Katie, Jim, Damon, and uh, we were just talking. I mean, that's one of the things that inspired us to do this podcast were those extra conversations that we have before the club, after the club, and even throughout the week, you know, when people are in here and we start talking. So, you know, it's kind of, it's really a good example of us just talking about things and just recording and seeing what happens so check this out this is this is just all the different things that we kind of talked about and and a few people leave because they weren't planning on sticking around for this Um, so that's not that's why not everybody makes it to the the end i can't even remember if anybody knew it we'll normally tell people so it's not like we're recording them without their knowledge but sometimes people kind of forget that, that it's being recorded that we're doing under the cowl so, um, yeah. but here we go. Yeah, I'm getting them either way just because, like I said, I'm a Marvel guy, but, you know, January will probably have more answers on what those Marvel things are really going to end up being for the first half of the year, but... As if December was an expensive yeah, enough right? for me already. Oh, for sure. That's where they do this. Why couldn't they spread them out? I got, like, 30 sure. books just for the 18th. Ouch. Oh, you got it broken down to the week, you're saying? Oh, it's the only way for me okay. to keep track. So each, each, I got my notebook, and each page in my notebook is that week. So like, here's the 10, the twelve eleven, all the books on that day. Here's the 18th, all the books on this day. Yeah. The 18 is killing me. I'll pull up when, like, the week comes when I'll, I'll look He's at Midtown Comics. And stuff. And <laughs> it looks like a murder scene. 
Like, oh, what? 22 Where? books on the 18. Ow. And I think I need a bigger bin. <laughs> one of my favorite lines from Jaws. Um, <laughs> At least someone John caught the reference. Boat. Well, he might need a boat to put them in. Oh, there we go. Um, the biggest one I knew I had to cut back on some stuff because I would, you know, typically I'll have the 20 to 25, and then I started having a lot of 25 to 30s. And I had one of those horrific weeks where it was, it was the only time it happened where it was just so many. And it was, I want to say, 39. Ooh. And I was. And it was something that was just like, <laughs> and that's what I'm like, okay, I gotta like reassess what's. what's I looked at it. There's nothing I can get rid of. Yeah, that's just it. Just I so mean, cool. Batman, Vampirella, He Man. I can't give up that. Bad reception five. The last guy three. That's the final issue oh, of that. I'm so pumped for the last guy. John, Is there only three issues? Yeah. No. John Constantine two. Well, I haven't read one, way. so that might get. I might drop that. Scratcher four. If he ever gives me number one. <laughs> X Men, Joker, Basketful of Heads, King Thor, Lola Woods, Suicide Squad. I mean, everything is my shot. That's when the dying is easy, but Joe King comes up. I can't. Oh, I can't miss that. Vampire State Building, Midnight Sky, Bloodshot. Have you checked out Dark Red? I actually uh, last week that was Kirby's big pick, yeah. and, and that got me really interested. So I bought three, four, and five off the rack. He's ordering me two, six, and seven, and I found one on. I had to go like we were talking about, right. and I got that already. So yeah, I, 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 I couldn't reorder number one for him, so I had to go to Flea Bay for that. But it came in okay. I was gonna wait for the paperback, but that's. Have only you different. read anything by Colin Bunn? The name is familiar. He's yeah, the one I was talking was... about. Road uh, Harold County, which I oh, really love. He's the uh, with the, the hardcover of uh, Metro. Metro, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Co-writing that. Um, you want to read something shorter from him? I would recommend Cold Spots. I think that was like a six issues. Oh yeah, that was a good horror. Yeah, book. that was. Good. You know, if you uh, have you read Redneck by Johnny Cates from Image, that's pretty Southern Gothic horror. Okay. You might like that. I had the first issue, uh, trade issue. I can bring it, and you can look at it next mm-hmm. week. Um, has anyone read Lock and Key? Mm-hmm, no. That I want to start, but that's one of those that's It's a lot. And it's, I mean, very beloved. Written by Joel Hill. Oh, you know, and... Yeah, that's uh, uh, it's very... As far as, like, the general... An like, intimidating one to start. <laughs> isn't there even, like, a Netflix series or something? That's there, I know they... So. It's coming back out. and forth. There's been rights. They've been trying to make that for so long, so I'm not sure where it's at right now. But that is a very overall beloved... Oh, what I'm reading currently is uh, Faithless. Uh, you might like that one. That's kind of dark. And girl, her one of her friends dies, and she goes off on this thing, and she meets another girl at the book, sh- you know, the coffee shop, and they go off, and ends up this girl is the son or the daughter of a demon, maybe the devil, or. And then she ends up having a relationship with both of them. And then there's a very supernatural element to it as well. Mm. Sounds interesting. And it's very dark. And then they're artists, so there's like all this art stuff going on too. I think the issue, the next issue and it's comes out. Very on explicit as well. Yeah. Is that mine? It's quite explicit. Yeah, I just I grabbed this. I thought maybe we should uh Make adjustments. Well, at the end of the very first December, issue, right? yeah. she's having sex with this girl, 
and they show a lot. And at the very end, the girl turns, the one she's having sex with, turns into a swarm of bugs. Ooh, I well, hate then. when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just another Tuesday. Well, for you, maybe. <laughs> I have a store thing. Except it's mosquitoes. I have a store question. Um, there's a book in my hold spot that I'm actually going to put back, the Astro City. I found out there's multiple series of Astro City, so it's not number three in the series that I'm reading. It's number three. Oh, music. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, number six of Faithless just came out last week, so that's where that one's at. Do you know the studio or the Boom? Boom Studios. Whoa. And that is Brian Azzarello is the writer, and Maria Lovett is the artist. He's the one who did Batman, Damned, yes. and Joker, yes. and Luther. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. I had him uh, sign my quote-unquote Joker, the graphic novel that he did, um, last year? Yeah, he's, that's really awesome. Okay, well I'm going to get going. You all have a great week. Stay dry. Yeah, you too. Take it easy. Thank you very much. Right. You got it. We'll Bye. see you. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Yeah, you too. Bye, everybody. Take it easy. Um, yeah, Harrow County, um, they, there is a, I've heard a that follow-up name. book starting out Starting out in the in the new new catalog, the big catalog, they've got a four issue like a sequel to that. Um, that was came out in eight trades. So we'll call them the issues there. Who's that one written by? That is called Colin Bunn. Hero Cullen. You recommend that series? Oh, the yeah. first one. Oh yeah, that was. And, That's um, this guy right here. Not that guy. He didn't write it. Yeah. This guy wrote it. And the art, um, it's watercolor. Um, by Tyler Crook, and he draws and colors the whole thing, and it is, it just perfectly fits the tone of the book. I've never been a fan, I had never been a fan of watercolors in comics. I don't think I I know what that is yet. I don't think I read that. Yeah, it's... But you said there's only eight issues? No, eight trades. Oh, (laughs) that's a lot of issues. Yeah. They're like eight big issues. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found it as, as uh, a Halloween special on Comixology. So I read the first issue and it's like, oh gosh, this is great. So I came in here and I ordered all the trades <laughs> as they were released. So. I don't think we had any of those in the show. There was one. One of the trades was I asked you to reorder because it came in a little bent. Right. And that one we probably put out there. Yeah, I think that yeah, one. Yeah, I have a couple of I got to get to read it. I got so much to read and, and not enough time. Yeah. On that goes. I have a lot of time, but I still don't have Just not enough, enough to read them all. I talked okay. about, uh, I forget if I mentioned it on a pod or not, but Archie Comics, the website had a huge... No, you have never mentioned Archie Comics on a podcast, podcast before. DC. They had a, a a huge deal on their website, and they got these giant like mystery bundles and stuff. They got seventeen like collections of Archie comics. It's probably about this tall for the stack. See, the, with shipping, the opening like thirty five bucks comes out. He somehow spells like, out the name that in added the art. This pile and just, oh, that's cool. Death by comics is how it's gonna be. So that's what you mean by watercolor. Yeah. I don't suppose they have a hardcover on them as yet. Uh, 
not an omnibus, but that seems like such a tight watercolor. Like yeah, a, it is. Like because normally, if you think watercolors, it seems like it's more like, washed out, and, more loose, more yeah. blah blah blah. Like this is like so. Not that that's not impressive, but this seems that's pretty impressive. Yeah. having a such a tight toit color. Noise and toys. Toying like a toy guy. Thank you. I wanted to say toy to you know toy on the other podcast, but it's too suggestive. Right. And this this has the explicit rating. We can say things like toy. Toy. (laughs) If you want to go in something smaller for him, yeah, uh, cold spots is really good. I just realized that Jim kind of looks like Brian Azarella. Really, I've never seen him. I just put up a. uh, you gotta put your glasses on or something. Get these round, round glasses. So just, uh, it's definitely you know you got the same beard as him. <laughs> so that could be a Halloween costume maybe. So there you go. Halloween's coming up. <laughs> I do have rounder glasses. Yeah. No, you just gotta go. <laughs> and you gotta stand next to me. Want to recreate this photo real quick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the audio podcast. All right. Well, if you want to take a look at okay, it, let's see. Okay. Okay, and then uh, David, you'll be taking the photo, I assume, because he stood up here and he looked at you when he did it. And uh, so let me. So I've got to look this second. Okay, so I'm closing out the window, so all you got to do is double double tap to get the album back. So. <laughs> I feel like you need to be getting closer, though, because you were like way up there. And Jim probably needs to. Or why don't you lower the there's a, there's a table. Uh, you double tap. Oh, this the that's table. a different picture. So okay, double tap. No, that's hardly the cheese. Do you want me to recreate that one? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 so let me but with some save crop that. Save, save that. Let me go back to the video. Okay. <laughs> That's not how it turned out. Oh, how did you Okay. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's the other thing. You, you want other... It's, I mean, it's as close as it's going to be. Right. So <laughs> I'm just looking at the, the cropping there. Do you know where the one for Kirk is? So I can yeah, you can put those notes on there as well? Yeah. Yeah, I'll grab that for you. Thank um, you. Before I do that, we were talking about uh, credits on films and stuff before, and um, I realized that I keep forgetting to tell you that I was going to get you a copy of a, a certain film project, mm-hmm. uh, which I never did. That's because we've got the next one coming up that we'll be uh, showing. Uh, I think we're going to, because it has somewhat of a Christmas holiday season theme to it, we're actually going to show when we do our Life Day celebration. We'll open with that. And um, once that's after that, I'm actually editing all the doc movies together into, into one and then I was just going to and then that's the version I was just going okay. to give out to everybody. Cool. 
So we're just going to kind of put them, put them together in, uh, in one thing. The and definitive I, directors. And I realized that I hadn't told you that. <sighs> All right. Well, I will see you guys next. No, I won't see you next week. I will well, see you a week after. You're one of the people yeah. not making it next week. I was trying to do a quick collage to get them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the double Brian Azarel. So. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, we got uh, next, our niece getting married next week. Have a good weekend. All right. See you later. Really? That's that's odd. That's a coincidence. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if you ever heard about the Danny Warren Johnson and his visit here at all. We've talked about it. So writer, artist for Extremity, Murder Falcon, most recently, and now doing that Wonder Woman we were talking about for Black Label. Um, a Chicago guy came in here. We were all just, you know, normal Saturday, hanging out, reading, and just talking. And this guy came in, bought, you know, had a couple of things that he was adding to the stack and threw them on the counter and went to go look over at the toy section. As he's walking past the toys, he looks at the glass case and he just goes, it was somewhere along the lines of like, hey, that's, that's my book. That's my book. And then he walks over into the corner by the toys and all three of us were looking at each other like, because that's a that's weird thing book. to say. That's and then his just book. That's like, our book. Yeah, exactly. And it was one that's in the case because it was a store incentive that priced at how much was it at that? It's still that same price. Yeah, we didn't we didn't raise it, but uh, yeah, it was one of the, uh, the store incentives. It's uh, one hundred and eighty five, I think. You had him sign it, I hope. He signed it. Yeah. So he did that. He went over to the corner while we're all just like speechless, being like. Did he just say it? And we like looked at it, and I'm like doing the research. I'm like, Danny Warren Johnson, trying to get a picture of the guy. And then turned around, and I looked, I'm like, oh, it's him. And we're talking for a while, and he's got relatives in the area. And, uh, um, yeah, had to sign it. I just came across the picture because Kurt and David got yeah, a picture of him. The, we did the pic of me and Kurt with him behind Connor. Just saw it in my line up here. Somewhere. I'm trying to remember if we had Yep, you were holding picture, yeah. You were holding it and Kurt was like flexing for the photo. And um, so yeah, I uh He was flexing, I was like, see some people puff out their chest for stuff like that, I was puff up my gut a little bit just to, <laughs> so I so I looked fat because listeners don't realize this, but I'm actually not. Uh yeah, this is the photo they took. My hands look very awkward. Like, I'm like, <laughs> and then I visit him at C2E2 to reintroduce myself. I'm like, hey, I was the guy sitting on the couch uh, when you walked into Crimson. And it was like, oh, oh, you you were recreating that picture. Oh yeah, with the Brian Azarella. Yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, you should have had, had him do this. Like, I should have helped. <laughs> I should have helped my murder falcon. <laughs> I think I was trying to like have like. My hand's not covering the book. <laughs> I was laughing at that chip. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a leaning in. He should have, like, did a leaning back type thing. Yeah. yeah. We got time to perfect this one. Yeah, we'll just First draft. do the weekly retake. Well, every other week. Yeah. Since he's, Jim's not going to be here. So now it should be complete. I hope. I don't know if, I, if there's even any more time for me to add any more onto that. <laughs> That's enough. Time. Yeah, there's always time to add onto your list. And Check my wrist here. Yeah, there's plenty of time. Yeah, we got like uh, 22 minutes left. 
All I can say is I'm glad that the week of the 25th. I'm you want me to grab the previous catalog? <laughs> no. There's only two books coming out that week that I want so far. So all that stuff that I got on the 18th, I'll have to read, you know, that follow the holiday there. Yeah, because a lot of times, you know, the last week or so, you know, there's always a weird, you know, there's always a quiet week. And Marvel, they probably have Incoming coming out then. Yeah, Incoming and Venom 21. Yeah. So Marvel always, DC I don't think always has that plan, but there's always a giant Marvel book that comes out that Wednesday after Christmas that's such a, like, you know, normally a dead week. Something to bring people into the comic shops. And speaking of bringing people into the comic shops, hey, hey Caleb. What are the store hours going to be that week? Because I know Christmas falls on Wednesday, I think. Christmas Day is on Wednesday? Yeah. So, I'm pretty you know, sure. New Comic Book Day is definitely going to be that Thursday then. Cause will, will they actually, will he, like, will he be open Thursday or does he oh, take that week off? Oh, no, I mean, they'll definitely, yeah, because of, especially with New Comic Book Day. Yep, the and 25th the, is Wednesday. And this is me just speaking for them, but most likely they'll still be, they'll probably do a normal, you know, Thursday hours and, you know, UPS is going to be behind. There's going to be one grand miracle. It probably won't happen that they would show up on, you know, the 24th if they would have them ahead of time, but... I'm surprised Diamond doesn't ship early. See, and, and it's possible that, because I think they had that one holiday that we were so surprised that they actually got them early because normally they never do that, and they wanted to make sure that, you know, they didn't run into that hiccup. I see, like, YouTube uh, YouTubers, you know, they already have the video posted right early on Wednesday morning of all their books that they picked yeah, up that because the big thing... you know they got them on Tuesday. Yeah. If certain stores have the option to pay extra and they can get it delivered on Tuesday, meaning when Wednesday it opens up, they can't, you know, legally they can't sell them on that Tuesday. But by, you know, if they open up at 9 or open up at noon, they've got a full stack. A lot of times, you know, they'll review and like Wednesday morning they'll post, you know, the reviews because they've... You know, they personally read them all, but they didn't sell them all. There'll be some, depending on what YouTubers that get advanced copies that, you know, they get free comics from the from the companies that, you know, like, hey, right. you're a review channel, so here's a PDF or here's whatever. So there's some that do that as well. Um, but uh, So Crimson would have to pay extra to get it. Yeah, for. and, you know, for the size of the store, like, you know, that's just, it doesn't, it doesn't no, that's, that's, that's worth it. It's probably a big fee, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. And obviously, for big stores, it's nothing because they're like, oh, yeah, well, then we can get them right away. So there's a chance that, you know, they could have that early shipment. Because the last time they did that, they sent the books early on that Wednesday, the previous one. So they actually had two weeks of books or it showed up on, like, so whatever it showed up, it basically then. They held them for like a week to make sure that there wasn't any shipping problems with the holidays and stuff. So it's possible they may do that for that, but uh, it's always, you know, I would assume that uh, Thursday, December 26th would be your, uh, if UPS is going, if that would be the... Yeah, that's probably going to be... I mean, that, depending that, on how they ship the books, that would be great because I mean, what a better time to get new comic books than on a Christmas morning? Morning, where you wake up, head down to your local comic book store, look under the call. Yeah, we just have stockings and everything. <laughs> I don't have a stocking for the week before because they pick the books for the fit of them. 
Right. Yeah, but we uh, we never know when we're actually going to get our comments. Well, yeah, because we've, like we've had uh, store hours if you guys yeah. would be open that week or not. Um, actually, December in general, because things with UPS get so screwed up because of all their deliveries and everything. We have had times where it's like we didn't get our stuff on Wednesday. We got it Thursday instead because they just were running so late and they had so many deliveries and stuff like that. And you know they're not supposed to do that, but sometimes that's what happens. Um, so then, would it pay in December when I'm on my because I don't usually get out here until like seven o'clock? Would it pay just for me to call you when I'm leaving work and see if you got it? It probably would. Um, and unless you, you know, are someone who jumps online and checks Facebook, because we know, normally will will post when stuff's in, um, or if it's been delayed. Once we know for sure if it's been delayed and we're not going to see it until Thursday, we do. Because sometimes they don't even update UPS. We've had Wednesdays that we didn't get books, but we sat there, we checked, and yes, this is going to come today. And then later, all of a sudden, oh, now it says it's going to come tomorrow. But uh, but yeah, even just before you come in say, hey, did, did the new book show up today? Hopefully, we won't have any problems. I'm really hoping that we, uh, that's the other thing is, they get so much going on in December that they have to go get extra drivers. They'll kind of switch routes around a little bit. The driver that we've got now for UPS is great. We've been able to work with him. My schedule changed, and we weren't able to really pull it off anymore. But for a while there, I was able to meet him. So we didn't even have to wait until him until he got over here. I would meet him at like ten thirty in the morning, whatever on a Wednesday. Get the stuff, we get it over here, go through it, and it'll all be ready when we opened up at noon. Now because we can't do that, now we gotta wait for him to get over here. Sometimes he gets over here at a decent time and gets stuff early. But more often than not, it's uh a little bit later in the afternoon that we have the stuff. We'll still have customers that show up at noon and we sit here and wait around and hang out until Stuff shows up, but um, so ideally we get the stuff early and it's ready to go. But December with UPS and everything else running behind, it becomes uh, well. Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. There, there's more of a possibility that we're going to have some Thursday new comic book days. That's fine. Yeah, I know. Anthony was explaining that the Tuesday thing, right? Yeah, some of the bigger stores get to do, but they yep they charge extra for that. They uh, that's a bunch. Um, basically, they charge a percentage. You'd think they'd want their new books out on the shelves, so when every store opens Wednesday morning or whatever the hours are, all the books can be right there, ready to be purchased. Right, and if they're late, they still show up on Wednesday. Um, but yeah, stores stores are they. In order to get the stuff delivered on Tuesday, they have to pay a percentage. It costs a percentage of what you bought. Um, and, of course, your profit margin is so low on comic books anyways. Right. With a smaller store like ours, I mean. That's a big hit. If, if we were, um, so like a bigger chain like you got in Milwaukee, we'd have a few stores. I think they're down to two now, but at times they kept four stores. would be like Collector's Edge down there. They probably get their stuff on Tuesday. Um, but I know that even them years ago, I know that they used to get their stuff. But that's before 
things changed around with the distribution. There used to be more more places because there used to be Capital City over in Madison and Collector's Edge, uh, which was the store that I frequented um, back uh, back then. They would actually run to Madison, pick the stuff up themselves, and, and get it because that was an option. Um, now, in order for us to do that, I think there's some kind of place. I want to say it's like in Chicago or something like that. Um, and I haven't even looked at it, so that might not even be the case because we haven't checked in so long. But it used to be something where the books could get shipped to like Chicago or something like that. And then you could run down there and pick them up yourself and, and get them. But uh, you know, that wasn't really an option either. So, and you'd still have to get them shipped right. there. You know, hope that they get shipped there on time. Yeah, drive all the way down there and the money we've had. Right. We've had other issues with shipping. We've had, uh, um, we've, where we've had multiple packages sent out, and for some reason they weren't all sent out at the same time. So we got like half of our shipment Wednesday and the other half of it we got on Thursday. And I remember when that happened too, it's like all the non important stuff showed up on Wednesday, like our bags and boards and stuff like that. Um, and some of our books showed up, but like all of our pre-ordered stuff and whatever showed up Thursday. It's like, you know, it would have been fine. You know, we could have waited on bags, boards, you know, a couple of trays and stuff like that that we'd ordered. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been fine to get those on Thursday, but people want their new comics on new comic book day. Yeah. The many joys of owning and operating a comic book store. all the comics you can read. Yeah. Uh, except that it um, Yeah, I mean, some people probably could just sit there and page through stuff as they buy them, but I won't do that. So I only buy what I can afford, so that's not a lot. I do what some people do when they can't afford to read comics, but they want to keep up on them. Is, uh, I'll look online and I'll read things, I'll read wiki pages and stuff like that to keep up on stuff that I um, either can't can't afford to, to read all of them or uh, something that I'm not interested enough in to read, but then something's coming up and I want to catch up on characters and stuff like that. I'll, I'll research and read it that way. But uh, even as a store owner, you know, I'm understanding that customers have budgets, and there's only so much that uh, that you can buy, and some people have higher budgets, and some people have lower budgets, and things like that, but, you know, I understand it, because I'm in, I'm in the same boat, you know, I, uh, sure. I'm not making money off of this business, I gotta work a, a, a regular job to pay the bills, um, you know, so I've got a budget too, I have to be very selective about what I actually spend my money on. But for me, I, I always just wanted uh, I wanted there to be a store up here that was something like what what I experienced. Um, and I've, I've told the story on this podcast too before, I believe, about, you know, I used to, used to go to Collector's Edge down in Milwaukee. And at the time, it was owned by Jeff Parker. You know, I knew all the people that worked there and everything, and there was just a certain atmosphere to the place. 
you come in, they'd have, uh, you know, they had like a sofa and stuff like that. And you'd have regular customers and just sit down, hang out, and they talked to whoever was working the store, um, things like that. And there were always these conversations going on about comics or, you know, things like that. And um, I was a lot more shy and reserved back in those days. So typically, I was just the guy over there paging through the comics, but I'd listen in. I wasn't really participating in the comic, uh, the conversations. But I always thought that, that was really cool that there was a place that anybody could just go in and just hang out and talk comics and stuff like that. And I always missed that. Uh, went in the army for a while and whatever, and came back and somewhere in between there. Um, Jeff diagnosed with, with cancer and so he sold the business and somebody else took it over and there were changes made and everything and um, yeah I'm not gonna knock collector's edge but it wasn't the same store you know it didn't have it didn't feel the same the atmosphere changed it, you know it just wasn't the same and um, I always missed that and some of the other stores that I've been into um, so and I know that Kurt was familiar with that same kind of feel and atmosphere and everything. So when we opened this place, that's kind of what we tried to have. We wanted a place where customers could just come on in, pop a spot, you know, and just hang out and talk to us. Um, the guy that owned this building when we first moved in, uh, Mike, He's talking to us, and one of the first things he said is like, "Yeah, you don't you don't want to have chairs here because you don't want people just sitting here and loitering." And Kurt and I were both thinking, like, "Yeah, we do," and we're not going to argue with with the guy or anything and try to explain all this, but but yeah, that's exactly what we wanted because we were uh, everybody's interested in making this community as we were in operating the business, so. That's that's what we did. That's why we have the chairs out there. And, uh, you know, it's, it's set up because we want people to feel like they can come in and they can just sit down and hang out. And unfortunately, business-wise, we haven't gotten to the point where I mean, we'd love to have one of the stores where we could open up another location here and put another one there. You know, the city of Beaver Dam actually somebody came in here one day. They actually tried to get us to open another location over there because they're trying to grow their uh, their downtown area. There's a gaming place over there, and they're like, you know, it'd be great if you guys could like move in next door and start off right well. And but, I mean, we'd love to do that. We just don't have the money to, right, to, right. to put into opening it. Um, and yeah, there's like certain grants and things that you can get for businesses, but you have to meet certain criteria and everything that I ever looked into a, a, a lot of them you know say probably almost all of them uh, one of the main things is uh, hiring people they want you to create jobs and of course opening another store we would have to do that but it would be a, a limited number of, of jobs and we'd only want to create jobs if we could pay decent wages doing it and so so looking at all all that stuff it's like even with the grants whatever it's hard it, it, it's difficult to uh to open a, a store where you can have employees and everything else i mean uh those stores are hard to do in the first place with the 
Yeah, we we put all the money back into the store. Kurt, Kurt and I don't actually make a dime on the store. Yeah, we we want to. I mean, and that's that's what we've always set out to do. When we'd love to be able to like quit the other job and do this full time, but um, but uh, you know, uh, West Bend. I mean, it's a, it's a great location in that there's n- there, there's no other stores anywhere close. So we have people coming from. I mean, we've had people come from Beaver Dam. We've had people come from uh, Sockville, Sheboygan, Washington, Cedarburg. When I first got into comics, I didn't even know you guys were here, and I I, I lived in Sussex my whole life, and then I, I moved to West Bend four years ago, and I was in Collector's Edge, and it just didn't kind of, like you said, I'm not a bad mouth of company, but so, until I found you guys, I primarily went to either either Lost World, or I'd make the trick out, because my wife likes the gelato next door, not the Calabonga, you know, kind of more, so, it's a long drive, and, you know, I'd rather do something in town, and then I found you guys, and I was like, perfect, that's why I did all this, because I could support my local shop. Instead of having to drive all the way down into Milwaukee. Yeah. And you know, there's nothing, I mean, your store might not be as big yet, but everything they have you can get here. So, and if you order in advance, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, and, and we're not perfect. We, we, we'll, we'll make mistakes on orders and things like that, but, but everybody does. Um, sure. You know, you try to. Yeah. I'm new in the community, but from what I noticed from the people that I met here, everybody's very tolerant. They're easygoing. They don't care what you're wearing. They don't care what you, you do. You know, I mean, I, I can't imagine too many customers would be, hey, you forgot. Where's my next man? You know, and, and, the, and the thing is, we, we make mistakes. We do everything that we can to, to fix it. And let's try to, to not let it happen again. Um, you know, but, but in any system, there's going to be bugs in it. And you try to work out those bugs. We do what we can. It, no, it, it just occurred to me, you know, that uh, spaced out throughout the whole store here, we've got these two conversations going on. Oh, and he's recording too. About see, that. see, and yeah, yeah, we see the, but we're recording back here. Tell, tell, tell Caleb to grab his books and come on back. <laughs> I'd love to sit here all night, but my wife is sick and probably wants me to bring her some chicken noodle soup. Yeah, no, it's just about closing time, and I gotta get home because we're going out to. Oh no, that one's yours. Oh, this is oh. Everything. This one's mine. That one's okay. All that, oh, that's for Kurt, and those three are for yours. All right. And now, here I thought I was done, and I added seven more. That's yeah, okay. It's good for you. You get all this great reading. Good for us. We got all this great money. <laughs> well, it's like I, 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 I read a couple from Aftershock, man. I think I really like the way it sold just about everything that they released. The number one of I almost wanted to just grab because the chances are really good one. The only thing I didn't get was the Dark Art thing because I never read you know, the first one. Or, yeah. You know, Animosity. You know, uh, Anthony recommended that they're like in the 20s. Yeah, they're, they're well into it. It's going up. Going on, and it's been popular. Um, so, I mean, I might pick up the trade of number one at some point, but I got so much to read right now. 
But pretty much anything Aftershock kicks out a number one on, I'm probably just going to jump on it. Everything else, it's, it just keeps going. And then with this Joe Hill stuff, you know, I, I'm a huge horror guy, so all the horror series are coming out, and it's, now i got to add that to the list. It just keeps going. Yeah, it's therapy. It's cheaper than going to see a therapist. Yeah. Well, there's worse places to put your money than uh, comic books, too. Yeah. yeah. And you get to meet new people, make new friends. It's yeah, it can uh, it it can uh, cost you a little bit, but it's you know, it's, a, it's a healthy habit. It's, I don't do anything. You know? I, I don't do drugs. I don't really drink. I don't go to the bar anymore. You know, I don't do that. So this is basically what I do. Gets me out of the house, away from the wife for a couple hours. It's a win-win. I don't think it's something I'll get sick of. Because every week there's something. Something new. You're never going to reach an end where you have it all. There's always stuff to research, and that's what I like doing is the research, reading all this stuff. And so it's just going to be ongoing. I think it's perfect. Yeah. 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 Right now, I'm going through a lot of stuff that I read, and I'm realizing that you know there's a few things that I've been reading that just aren't really doing it for me anymore. So I'm at a point where I need to. Put a couple of things down and pick up a few other things. Uh, yeah. My problem with dropping stuff is I'm always like, but what if it's just supposed to get good? You yeah. know, um, you know, it's it's. It, uh, I haven't been enjoying it, but what if that next issue is uh, all of a sudden it just takes off? That Legion of Superheroes morning. That was an ongoing series. I think. Yeah, I just see, didn't care for one or two. Um, and I'm interested to. Uh, I, I thought, you know, Legion superheroes haven't been around for, for years. Um, and I never really was a Legion reader, but I knew a bit about them. Um, I thought this would be a good jump on spot because they're, they're starting over. Um, they're not going to, you're not going to have all those years of uh, continuity and everything to, to have to worry about. It's a fresh start for it. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll jump on and I'll check it out because it'll be something uh, something classic that I know of, but sure. in a way that, you know, it's, it's something new and fresh for me. Um, and uh, Bendis is writing it, and I have mixed feelings on his stuff. There's stuff that he's done that I like, and there's stuff that he's done that I really didn't like. Um, so, you know, I'm Willing, willing to give it a shot and see how it goes. Uh, you know, I've, I've enjoyed Young Justice, uh, and I had a feeling I wasn't going to. So when I, I didn't pre-order the first issue. I was gonna, I was gonna pass on it. And then we had a couple extra on the rack. And I'm like, yeah, I'll pick it up and I'll check it out. And I, I enjoyed it, so I jumped on. And uh, it's been, it's been good for what it is. It's a fun book. It's not. It's not something where the stories are just gonna kind of really blow your mind, um, but it's fun, and that's what it's supposed to be. That's what that book was always supposed to be. Uh, so you get that right. There's other things that he's done where I feel that he didn't get it right. So, uh, and those are the kind of things that I'm gonna have to go. Oh, right. I'm just gonna put this aside and I'll move on to something else. So, 
I do a little bit of exploring and take some chances on some new stuff, which I haven't done anything kind of a while. I definitely recommend if you are ordering more, so you have something to start with that eyes. Yeah. Everything I got so far, I think that's been probably one of my favorites that I've Yeah, you are sitting here with it before, and uh, some dead eyes, and then I, I saw with the character looked and everything, and, and even the title, it took a second, and then I clicked, it's like, oh yeah, it's like the old... Like the old cartoon, he's got the X's on his eyes. It's like, oh yeah, it's the old kind of cartoon thing. It's a new dad, they just draw X's for eyes. And I felt stupid for not catching that right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't say it, so no one knows. And all the speaking books. That's okay. Thank you for listening to Under the Cowl. I've been your host, David Lloyd. Under the Cowl is recorded live at Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles at 1749 Barton Avenue, West Bend, Wisconsin. You can join us live each week or listen on Automatic and iTunes. Like us on Facebook at Crimson Cowl Comics or on Twitter at The Crimson Cowl. Hey, I'm back at the podcast. See you later. Good night, everybody. And good luck.